Welcome to Definitely Not a Waste of Your Time. I'm your host, Harper Walkerly. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm really excited for this episode. Um, I am getting ready to leave for college. And so I figured this episode has kind of earned its time. Um, I've been wanting to make it for a while, but I didn't, you know, really want to stir up any trouble even though I'm not going to mention any names, um, or not even, I'm not even going to do like fake names. I'm just gonna, you know, be like this part, you know, um, but you know, I have wanted to make it for a while. It means a lot to me and I have had a lot of experiences that were rough and I wanted to kind of talk about it. So now that I'm basically starting a new chapter of my life, I figured that I could finally really be honest and you know talk about something that does mean a lot to me and has affected me um greatly and just not tiptoe around it because I again it's been sitting in the back of my mind for a while um so without further ado today we are talking about all problems related to girl friendships um I know there's you know, guy friendships are a whole different story <laughs> and the issues that come with those. Um, but this is going to be more girl friendships. Um, and so I'm just going to talk about my experiences and then, you know, some shared experiences that are similar to mine and that I kind of relate with. Um, and, you know, I really like to give advice. That's kind of part of this podcast. But if I'm being completely honest, a lot of these problems I have not figured out yet. So, or just me analyzing them. It's not that I'm going to be like, here's how to avoid it because I genuinely don't know. Um, so it might be more of a story time or a rant, <laughs> you know. Um, but I just didn't really want to give a ton of advice because I don't feel like I could. I, you know, I'm not in that position because... I just experienced it and like I said I'm moving on to a new chapter in my life where I'm going to use these experiences as like a guideline of kind of the types of people I like to be around versus the types of people I don't like to be around because I'm not going to change myself. I never have changed myself um, for these people but you know it just it did help me know what I like and what I don't like Um, so yeah. First, the first one is your friends when you get a boyfriend. (laughs) So here is some background. Uh, I got a pretty serious boyfriend my senior year of high school, kind of unexpectedly. You know, I just wasn't really looking for anything and then it just kind of happened. This is not all about him. This episode is not barely going to touch on him, just the concept of having a boyfriend. Um, cause that's just not something I want to talk about. Uh, anyway, I wanted so badly not to be that girl who only hangs out with her boyfriend. I literally, I mean, it, 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 it infringed upon my ability to really fall in love with him because of this. Like that is how hard I tried. I fell in love later than him. I mean, he kind of pursued me first anyway, so that was just how it worked but even in general like 
I didn't really let myself fall in love because I was just like, you know, you're bigger than this. You're an independent person. You need to stick, stay true to yourself. You want to keep your friends. And so I literally, I tried so hard. But it's kind of natural because typically when you have a boyfriend, that's kind of, that's your best friend. And that's just the person who makes you, one of the people who makes you the happiest. Um, and, you know, it is, it is normal to kind of narrow your circle. Um, so eventually I kind of accepted that. But also part of it, because I did end up narrowing my circle quite a bit. Um, but also part of that was that I had a lot of friendship struggles at the time. Um, I was part of this friend group that I had kind of joined more my, it was like during COVID. We were childhood friends and then kind of drifted apart in middle school. I had my own friend group. They had their own friend group. And then I kind of rejoined them um, during COVID because it was like the only people I could hang out with. And so I was part of this group and I made a lot of plans, I felt. Um, You know, everyone was like, let's be spontaneous and have fun. And I would make plans and then people would just be like, and I'd be like, bro, (laughs) I'm trying to be this spontaneous energy that you want, you know. There were a lot of mean jokes, a lot of ginger jokes, a lot of like, I don't know, shame and the kind of music I liked. Uh, I was excluded a little bit, I would say. I was excluded more later on my senior year, but um, it did happen. Um, and I just wasn't really happy with that, especially the mean jokes. It really just got to me. I felt like I was the bunt, uh, blunt, bunt, the blunt of every joke. And I just, yeah, my boyfriend was like, well, my ex, but you know, boyfriend at the time was like, it, they don't really seem like the best people. And I was like, yeah, they're not really. He didn't have any involvement in it, but I was just, I wasn't really, I was just friends with them because they were my friends um and so it kind of was a perfect storm for me to like leave them and spend more time just with my boyfriend and the other few friends who really made me happy um I did make a lot of new friends senior year um and they which we'll talk about later because they were just newer friends and they were just different and I like them and I like being with them Um, but I dropped most of the problematic ones kind of slowly. Um, you know, the closer, the ones I was closer with, I dropped them a little bit later. Um, and so, yeah, you know, towards the end of my senior year, my ex-boyfriend did kind of become my best friend, but I accepted that. And I was like, you know, I asked my parents, I was like, is this normal? Like, you know, and they were like, yeah, I mean that's why we're together like you know it is normal and I had to just let myself accept that um but you know it was just I mean so some of the friends in that one group I stayed with and like I just remember there was this one girl who I was just like super nice to we had a bunch of classes I was always friendly I never I don't think I did anything to exclude her or whatever Um, I was like, it was, it was like her birthday one time and 
I was like, let's do something. Like, where do you want, you know, just trying to be super supportive and whatnot. And, um, and then I ended up getting excluded. So it was kind of like that. It, it happened. Some of them I just wasn't hanging out with for a while, but then there were some that like I was still close with, but then like later I was like, okay, it looks like we're on different pages here. Um, so, and what I will say before anyone comes for me when, you know, like, cause some people get really personal about like, oh, well, did you just leave your friends for your boyfriend? I never canceled plans to be with my ex-boyfriend. Never. Never did I cancel plans. I, you know, worked around the plans. Like, as in, if I told my ex I was hanging out with him this day, I would tell my friends, hey, can we hang out? You know, let's hang out. But, you know, different days. But I never ever canceled on them to hang out with a boy that was never the case so before you come for me for that I that never happened because you know when I ended up telling them which I'm going to talk about more later uh what like how I felt and how I felt like they were being jerks to me it was always oh we thought you'd be with your boyfriend uh I never canceled on you guys for him so that's kind of a lie you know that's kind of an excuse um and so after we broke up, uh, like, I don't know, end of summer, whatever, August, I obviously didn't go running back to them because I knew that that's what they expected from me because, and they wanted to, you know, they thought they were better than me after we broke up. Um, and they just wanted me to run back to them so that they could have a valid excuse to be assholes. Um, because I knew they were like, oh, she dropped us for her boyfriend and now she's going to come running back and we're not going to take her back because that's fucked. So, of course, when they, I mean, I, tr- I made a few plans with like very few of them, not the whole group. I never reached out to the whole group because I was like, no. Plus, I also didn't want to hang out with them. Uh, so, yeah, it was always, oh, we figured you'd be with your boyfriend. No, <laughs> you're just, you're just mad. Um, so again, back to, that's just my little history segment. Back to the issues when friends, with friends when you get a boyfriend. Uh, they get really nosy about your plans. Um, like I'm, a, I'm the type of person that like, if I could be fully sober and still open up to, like, a totally random person. Like, I actually have a problem, especially people who like to gossip. I just, like, share with them a little too much. <laughs> and just because they, they look so easy to open up to. I don't know if you guys know, but those, you know, there's certain people who are gossip mongers. And they will they will go and tell everyone. But they just, oh, <laughs> something about their personality that just... They look, they're so easy to talk to. Um, So, you know, I like to tell people things. I don't hide things. It's a problem. You know, I need to kind of protect myself a little bit more. But I like to tell people things. But they would just be so nosy about, oh, are you breaking up before college? Oh, what are you, you know? And I'd just be like, okay, like, why? Can we talk about, like, me? Can we talk about something else? Like, you know? 
this one oh my god they almost use your boyfriend's friends for like friends and it's absolutely disgusting like what i mean by this is they will be having a get together or something or a little function oh bring your boyfriend and whoever you want Mm-hmm. yeah because my boyfriend has friends and you want them to come so you can flirt with them and that's what they would use me for and it would be shit like like stuff that like a hike or something I obviously wouldn't bring him to that, you know, because there's, like, I don't know, time and place, right? Like, I would just, he doesn't always need to be there. And I, even when I became closer with him, I totally agreed with that. I was like, I need some time alone, right? And just with my people. Because obviously I'm going to act a little different when I'm around them versus him. But, yeah, that was just disgusting. Because, I mean, they, they assume that your whole life revolves around them. And that's all they want to talk to you about. And I think it's almost like, again, some of that jealousy and the whole, oh, we figured you'd be with your boyfriend kind of energy, you know, Um, because they don't want you to have both. That's what it is. That's what comes from the jealousy is they don't want you to be successful in the way that you have a healthy relationship with a nice person. And then at the same time, you have friends and you have a social life because again like we see these girls who get these boyfriends and then their whole social life ends and it's just hanging out with their boyfriend and that's almost seen as like I don't know it's not seen as strong and you know like it it's just people see it as weak and so that's again why I was like cannot let this happen to me and so your friends don't well not your friend (laughs) Uh, you shouldn't have friends like this. It's, I wouldn't really use that word to describe them. But they just don't want you to have both. And it's kind of fucked. Um, so it's jealousy, I think, is, is the key to that. All those issues um, when you get a boyfriend. Because real... I think it's different when, you, when you've had a boyfriend. Like if your friends have had boyfriends. A lot of my friends, like... I didn't really, I mean, they they just weren't in relationships for as long. And I, I mean, some of them, you know. So they just didn't really get it, I think. So, I mean, I do remember there was this, after I had broken up with my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, um, there was this other guy I was friends with who had a boyfriend. And, you know, I think it was because, I think there were obviously other reasons, but like, she was just super, there were other reasons. It wasn't this because we ended up talking about it. But, you know, I did notice her being a little distant and I was just like, oh, so I guess this is how it feels. But I would never go someone to hang out with my boyfriend. I just didn't want to put in as much effort with them because I was just over it and being with my ex was easier, you know. So now we're going to get into secret animosity which is something I kind of, this motivated me to make this, um, this episode. And it's kind of similar to what I was talking about because it's just jealousy, basically. Um, and so what I got it from was, okay, so you know that TikTok trend where it's like, behind every confident girl is a mom who told her the haters are just jealous of you. Um, that is literally me and my mom. Like, 
And if I have a problem with friends, it's literally like, if it's not the first reason, it's the second. Oh, they're just jealous of you. And it's 90% of the time true. You know what I mean? And not that I, I never went, I never would tell someone, oh, you're just jealous of me. Like I would never bring it up in a argument or resolution to our issues. Um, but I did take it to heart and I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. They are jealous of me because I don't care. And I'm, you know, confident, unbothered and a nice person for the most part. You know, I have my moments, but for the most part, I've been a good person and there's no reason for them to be bitches to me. It's just because they're jealous. Maybe it's just, they're jealous. I have both, you know, again, the healthy relationship and the friends or the, life and the voice you know like I don't know um because you can't have it all well you know you can try and come pretty close and people should be supportive of that um but anyway so that is literally that's how my mom approaches pretty much everything for me um and so I think this this you know that goes hand in hand with this other concept secret animosity which I saw a couple videos about people talking about it. And I was like, wow, I didn't know people experienced the same shit as me. Like, it was so nice to hear it from other perspectives. So what this means is just friends that are secretly jealous of you, basically. But it looks more like this. They won't compliment you at all. And sometimes they'll go out of their way to try and humble you. Like, I just... Yeah, I don't, I mean, I would never, I don't know, I would, because I like to compliment people, you know, I think the good, um, the good, the good saying says, like, if you're thinking about it, say it, I totally follow through on that, because, you know, I don't, it just makes me feel good about myself, and if I can make someone feel good about themselves, you know, that makes me feel good about, my, you know, like, I don't know, it just makes me happy, and I, and makes me positive and whatnot. Um, so I, I do go out of my way to compliment people, but these types of girls don't compliment you. And sometimes they'll even try to humble you via my next point, insulting jokes, jokes in quotation marks. This I dealt with a lot my junior year to senior year when I kind of dropped them all. I just could never catch a break and I just didn't really know how to defend myself. I dealt with this like on, I was on the mountain bike team and we had a lot of boys. So I dealt with this on, on that too. But from a girl, it's just different and it's just a little more personal because girls, you know, there, I mean, obviously there's a difference between kind of like playing a little bit and then, you know, full on being a jerk. Um, but usually, and girls, you know, joke around with each other, but like, usually brutal insults are not the way that girls convey their humor. That is a very male thing. Um, so when like girls start to do it, it kind of just doesn't make me feel right. When the guy does it, it's annoying, but at least I kind of expect it more. Um, but just jokes about like, you know, me being pale, me being a ginger, um, you know, jokes about things I would be eating, my car, my driving, 
my driving was for some reason like it was like a running joke that like oh harper's a bad driver i gotta stay out of the road meanwhile these bitches were crashing their cars like every other weekend like i have not crashed my car yet knock on wood okay um so it was just like so later on when i really was like okay this is some secret animosity right here there wasn't as many insulting jokes because we just weren't I wasn't spending as much time with them. And if I didn't like their jokes, I would just, like, walk away because I was so over it. And But they kind of took offense to that. I would just walk away and be the bigger person, and then they just made me seem like a bitch. Oh, someone's grumpy. Like, yeah, I'm fucking grumpy because you don't need to make that joke. It's not fucking funny, and I'm not fucking sensitive. You're just a bitch, (laughs) okay? You're not sensitive. Keep that in mind, ladies and gents and whoever. You're not sensitive. People are just, they can be mean. And that's how they put you down. Because again, they're insecure and they're jealous. So another thing, they will see your posts, but they don't like or comment. I love to hype people up via the comment section of Instagram. Full caps, or I mean all caps, emojis like you multiple comments I don't know it's just fun I love doing that shit and obviously there's certain people who I'm like I know they wouldn't do the same for me but I'm still gonna do it to them so that's what I like to do for my friends um because I know how it makes me feel makes me feel good and so why would I not do that for someone else you know why would I not lift other people up So, I know these bitches followed me, but none of, they would never like my stuff, never comment, you know, very rarely, and I'm just like, okay, like, I mean, I would do the same, eventually I stopped doing it to them, because I was just like, you know what, I just don't, I don't really wanna, I'm gonna back away, and I'm gonna talk about how we kinda had more of a falling out, um, but I just, Yeah, and so then they're super invested in your life, but they don't ask you personally what's happening. Like, I never got a question about why me and my ex broke up, never got a question about, you know, how I was doing, how, you know, family troubles, like all kinds of stuff. Like, no, but they don't ask me. What they do is they would ask, I have a really good friend who never, I mean, they would shit on her and she fully knew that and I fully knew that and obviously we hated that, but she never had like, she didn't, she never confronted them like I did. So they had a different relationship where it was like, she still kind of got invited to things. They would open up to her, but like, we would always joke me and this girl because we'd be like, they don't know that like, like that she's telling you know like they don't know that like we're still friends (laughs) and like so they should kind of like shut the fuck up because it all goes back to me you know what I mean because this girl's like super loyal um love her you know who you are (laughs) um if you're listening uh and so they would ask her all these questions oh who's Harper's sneaky link oh what did Harper do with the sneaky link stuff that I'm like who gives a fuck why do you care so much about me? And then you won't ask me personally. 
I mean, I had one of them ask me, so who is, so who is this sneaky link? And I'm just like, because there was, there was one incident where basically I was working with one of their friends, guy friends, and I had like asked him to hang out as friends. And then it, of course, you know, he ghosts me and it gets, goes all around that like, cause he was kind of friends with my ex. So it goes all around. Oh, Harper's hooking up with him. Harper's trying to get with him. Harper's down bad for him. Like when that wasn't the case at all. And, you know, matter of fact, he said yes to the plans and then ghosted me because he was worried how it, how, how it would make him look. Um, when, when in reality he had said yes, when he probably should have said no because of the, you know, situation of who was friends with who basically. Um, and so there was this like, basically this whole thing going around, I think about just like, oh, like I had some, I had one of them ask me when she was drunk, oh, are you hooking up with X, X, Y, Z? And I'm like, no, but I think that was part of it. They were like, they had assumed and they were mad because like some girls are really protective over their guy best friends. And it's kind of gross because it's like, unless you're dating him, like you shouldn't really care. <laughs> like if you're dating him or you're talking to him, I'll back off and I get it. Just tell me, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you don't have to tell me like you all find out. Cause like, I get that. Like, you shouldn't have to tell, like, hey, I'm talking to so-and-so, back off. I would back off. You know, I would get the hint, somehow figure it out. Someone would tell me. You know, that's how it works. People find things out. Um, But if you're just friends, like, you should not care that much. And it's kind of gross. It's a lot of the times, too, these girls will be full-on dating other people and they still give a fuck about who their guy friend is talking to. And I'm like, you have a full-on significant other, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Like, you should not care that much about him. It's just kind of weird. So they were just super invested in my life, basically, is what I'm trying to say. But they would never be, they would never ask me, you know? Because they just, I don't know what the deal was. So... And then another issue with girl friendships, all that kind of stuff, is the concept of transparency. Um, I have come to realize that I'm a very confrontational person. More like a guy would be, I guess. Like, I don't want to say, oh, I'm one of the boys because I'm not. (laughs) Never in a million years would I associate myself with men. That is absolutely disgusting. Um, but I feel like guys are more blunt and straight up about things. And that's how I am. Girls, they want you to like figure it out. They don't want to have to tell you. That's just kind of, and I realize that that's an issue. Maybe that I just, I'm going to have to, if I'm not friends with very understanding girls who want to solve problems when problems arise, I, it's just not going to work out very well with me with girls who aren't straight up like that you know what I'm saying um because I am a very confrontational person so like if I have an issue with you I'm gonna tell you 
um, just because I like to solve problems before they get worse. You know, I don't like to burn bridges if I don't have to. And I'm willing to put in effort. You know what I mean? Like, even if someone did me wrong, I'm willing to, like, try to put on a happy face and talk to them in a friendly manner. You know, I'm willing to be in uncomfortable situations if that means I can save a friendship. Um, you know, because at one point, the friendships were great, especially with these people I had. We had some great times, but it just ended in a weird way. Um, so this friend group was kind of petty and didn't really tell me things that were wrong until way after and sometimes didn't even tell me what happened. Um, you know, and so that's kind of part of the reason I think why we just didn't vibe very well. Obviously we didn't vibe very well, but I think this is part of it is just because we're different in this sense. Um, and the friends that I do hold on to, like if we ever have a problem, which we haven't, a lot of us haven't had any problems, we'll just tell each other, um, and talk it out. So, and I was kind of starting to realize that. And so that again was part of the reason that I kind of drifted away. Um, and so because I had made new friends, part of them were, I mean, me and my ex didn't share a friend group. I wouldn't say that, thank God. But there were some friends we had in common, which obviously caused a little bit of issues later on. Whatever, that's just normal. I don't really care. It doesn't, I don't blame them, you know. Um, so because I had, you know, enough friends to satisfy my social battery and I had a boyfriend at the time, I didn't really need these toxic friends, right? Um, and so I kind of just drifted apart. But I do think that before I drifted apart, I think I already mentioned this, but they were excluding me a little bit. So I get why they excluded me after I drifted apart because I probably would do the same thing because it'd be like, oh, she just doesn't want to hang out. Because like what I used to do is I would always make the plans. Like the summer before senior year and like junior year, I felt like I was making a majority of the plans and always being down for anything. Um, and I kind of just stopped doing that. Because I just was like, what's the point? They're going to treat me like shit, you know? So, um, yeah, but I, so they were still kind of like excluding me before I drifted apart, but I ended up drifting apart. That's just how it happened. And, um, you know, so what happened is, I guess this is like my personal history with transparency, um, and how it has come to be a really important thing for me in a friendship, so anyway, I guess if we're making the story time, the next part of the story is basically eventually when I was like kind of over them, they were one, well, I mean, I wasn't totally like I would have liked to be included in this, but they were talking about making plans like right in front of me. And I was like, okay, I've kind of had it. And it's weird because they all have they're, they're all this one big group, and then they have um, a girl who's the sister of one of the girls in the group, and that's, and the sister is my sister's grade, and her and my sister are friends, but they wouldn't, even though that little sister was friends with my sister, they would try, like, not to invite my sister because they knew it was going to get back to me, that I was being excluded, 
So that was kind of like, and so then my sister was getting excluded from plans and I was like, okay, this is fucked. Like it's one thing if it's me because I get it. We obviously don't click for some reason. You guys are bitches like, you know, um, but to exclude my sister was kind of messed up. And so I confronted them eventually. Like, I don't think I had ever brought it up before, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell them that how I felt for a while and, and I get that, like, maybe I should have told them early on because I feel like I'm contradicting myself a little bit. I should have been more transparent from the beginning. But it was nev- it was nothing big enough to be transparent about. It wasn't something that had affected me so much like this example I'm going to talk about in a sec. Um, like, nothing was that big of a deal that, like... And I had other friends, so it was just, like, I was still friendly to them, you know, it wasn't like I needed to never talk to them again because it was that bad. You know, I'm a tough enough person. I just, I just, I hung out with them still a bunch, but I just didn't like, you know, make them my number one or anything anymore. So, um, so I felt like I, I didn't really have the need to bring it up until this point. And so I wouldn't say I bottled it up until now because that is kind of fucked. That's what I'm you know, against. But I, so I wouldn't say that that's exactly what I was doing. It was a little bit different. Um, and so I told them, I texted a few of them and some of them felt bad. One of them really was a bitch. (laughs) I'll be honest. And okay, maybe I shouldn't straight up be like that, but, um, one of them didn't handle it very well. And what she had said was, like, she basically brought up shit that had affected her that I had done, like, five, six months ago. And that was somehow the reasoning for this issue that's happening now for, you know, that's that's the reasoning for it. And I was just like, what? So we didn't really mend anything um so you know after I had confronted them the other ones had said sorry and we were mature and I was like you know I really appreciate this let's try to work on things and some of them got they they improved after and we improved our relationship one of them things were better for a little bit and then for some reason I don't know what happened um it maybe is the whole thing where they thought I was hoeing around with their friend. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was that, that she would just didn't want to talk, deal with me anymore. Um, so, you know, it was, it was all fine and good except for this one girl. She had just brought up shit from months before and was like, that's why. And the part that really got to me was that, like, I had said, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry for what I did if I, because... I, what had happened was basically she canceled on my birthday bonfire like a day before or something. And then I had people cancel on me like 10 minutes before or 10 minutes after and was like, and people were like, oh, I I don't think I can come. And I bought so much food and I was just pissed because I was like, I get it if you can't come. I totally understand a hundred percent. Just a little bit of notice would have been great, you know? Um, That's all it is. So, 
that I post, I like posted something on my private story. Like if you cancel last minute, it's kind of annoying. And this girl took it personally and thought it was about her. And I was just like, okay, didn't tell me at the time. And just like, I was like, okay. Um, she, I just, then I remember like when she had told me that she was mad about this, I remember thinking like on my birthday, she had like gotten me something and just like threw it down on my desk and like was like happy birthday and like walked away. And I was like, girl, what the fuck? (laughs) What is this? Like, you know, dramatic much. And so then I was like, oh, that's why. Cause she took it personally. Um, but like, didn't feel the need to tell me. Um, and so that was the thing is I was just like, I really value transparency because that is something that like makes relationships work and friendships work. Like you're going to have problems. Yeah. So you got to figure out how to deal with it and not just like ignore it, you know, and then use it as fucking ammo, you know, whenever you do something bitchy, you say, oh, it's because you did X, Y, Z, like three years ago. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, okay. So I just wish, here's the chair on top. I just wish they had told me if they had issues with me because you know what? I probably did stuff wrong. A hundred percent. I'm always fucking up, okay? I'm always doing shit wrong. Like, I'm always being, I'm, like, I use that private story of mine as a fucking weapon sometimes to get out all my anger. And I'll probably be petty certain times or inconsiderate. And I told them, I said, you know what? I'm really sorry because I probably wasn't inconsiderate. Um, but that, that girl who really had issues with me, she didn't say sorry back. And that's when I just didn't respond because I was like, if you're not mature enough to acknowledge my feelings at all, I don't want to deal with it because that's not what a friend does. You should be able to be mature and move past it and not need like, like what else, what more do you need? Fucking flowers? Like I said, I was sorry and I would have been more apologetic if you had told me earlier. She was like, oh, I didn't tell you because I, I figured you would act this way and like basically deny it. And I was like, I'm denying it because it's because it was a misunderstanding. And I get why you took it as a misunderstanding. And or I get why you you know, took it that way and it was a misunderstanding and I would have never had said that. But like, you know, I'm still going to like I'm sorry that you took it that way, but I'm still going to tell you what my intentions were and if you don't believe them then that shouldn't be my problem you know what I mean like I'm just telling you what it is and and you have to take it however you want to take it you know at that point I can't help you um so so I was just like that's not really a good enough excuse like not tell me but the problem was is like when no one would tell me what I would do wrong um, and be transparent about issues and not just like treat me like shit as a result of issues I had caused or something. I always felt like the bad guy. And it was always, I was always, cause I'm so transparent. I'm, you know, telling people, Hey, what you did kind of hurt my feelings. Maybe next time. Can you not do that? Thank you. Like, I don't mean any, I just, I want to be friends. Like I just, it kind of hurt my feelings. It, I would love it if you just didn't do that next time. 
basically. You know, that's how I go about things. But it makes you feel like the bad guy when it when it's like every single time you're pointing people out for their wrongs, but they won't tell you what you've done wrong, you know? And instead they just kind of like act petty and kind of bitchy and exclude you as their way of like showing you you did something wrong. But I'm so like blind to the haters that like when they act bitchy to me, I don't think immediately, oh my God, what did I do wrong? You know what I mean? That's why I'm like, you need to tell me what I did wrong because the bitchiness doesn't work. I'm sorry, this is going to sound kind of like self-centered, but the bitchiness doesn't work because I know that no matter what, no matter who, how I know people, even if they're a stranger, if they're bitchy to me, I don't let it bother me because I know that it's inevitable. People are going to, that's how people go about life, I guess, you know? So you have to tell me when something's wrong, you know? So that's not really a trait of a, of a lot of girl friendships is they just don't, they don't want to be transparent. They kind of just want you to figure things out. So, you know, again, they, they gave me, they kind of gave me excuses. We always say you want to be with your boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. They wanted to fix things a little bit, but then it just got worse and worse. And I eventually was just like, you know, I'm just going to take a break from them online because I just don't, I'm over it, you know? I guess that's, because I was, I would be transparent again and confront them and say, hey, again, you made me feel like shit, but I just kind of gave up. I was, so I guess if it's been multiple examples, you have the, um, you get the, excuse to just cut people off and be less friendly instead of telling them what's up so anyway the next one that was a that was a big one but the next one is something simple quality over quantity okay now this one I'm not really gonna spend a ton of time on just because I feel like it's like uh you know it's something that it I'm not the first person to say this basically like (laughs) The term quality over quantity is used time and time again um, when referring to friends. So, but I I just want to touch on it because I did kind of have a little revelation about it. I am a pretty social, extroverted person. So that means I'm always trying to make friends. And sometimes, I don't know, I, I get more wrapped up in appreciating the amount of friends that I have rather than um when I have friends who are really close and really reliable and loyal um I I would say right now it's like a really weird time because everyone's going their separate ways going off to school for me personally at least um because I am in that time period especially because I'm on a quarter system school so I go back a lot later Um, and like a lot of people have already left, so it's just been weird, but, um, and I would say also like after my breakup, I really realized like the people who I knew were there versus the people who obviously weren't. Um, and I had like a rotation of like three or four really good friends that like I knew they would want to hang out with me. I knew they'd want to be with me. Um, Obviously, I had a few other people who I hung out with, but it wasn't like, it it just wasn't the same um, because I wasn't as as tight with them. And I will say that, 
while my breakup didn't really cause like my friend group to split ways because it didn't um because I wasn't that invested in like the friend group that me and my ex shared really like I love those people and I had good times with them but like we also weren't very close like we had only known each other for so long um but there were some people who just you know oh I you know oh I love you Hopper like I'm always there for you but then I was like are you really there for me because every time I've asked you to hang out you've got a flaked on me like you know um I don't know I think just I thought about it and what I realized is that a lot of people um during the breakup well first of all you have the girls girls and then you have the guys girls and obviously, it's self-explanatory who's going to pick who. Um, the guys' girls are kind of going to go for the guy. And the girls' girls are going to stick with you and be like, you know, fuck him, you know. <laughs> um, so, but there were a lot of, like, I guess, guys' girls who were just like, oh, my God. Like, who obviously picked him. But at the same time which I thought was kind of like, it didn't affect me that much because, again, I wasn't that close with these people. If I had been really, really close with them, like childhood friends, I would have been a little bit more pressed. But um, but my childhood friends really didn't have a place to not pick my side, you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, and so they would kind of, you know, want to hold on to me and consider me a friend because they value quality or I mean not quality quantity (laughs) um and so they want to hold on to as many friendships as possible so that they can feel like you know they have friends but at the end of the day would pick the guy over me you know what I mean so there was that but you know in general all you need are a few close friends and I mean, right now I'm going off to school. I'm going to make a lot of new friends. So it's obviously I want to make those close connections, but that's just not where I'm at right now. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, that is all you need. Okay, so the next one is when you kind of glow up, but you lose friends. This one's really interesting. I didn't. I don't know if I could blame it on this because, like I've said, I talked about all my friend problems. But during that process, which I didn't mention until now, I kind of, you know, lost some baby fat on my face, learned how to dye my eyebrows, learned how to do my acrylics, learned how to dress for my body type, worked out a little bit more. I got into lifting, Pilates. I was getting a lot better at mountain biking. So as you can tell, I was going through a little bit of a body recomposition, losing fat, gaining muscle. And, you know, I was getting really tan because I was lifeguarding and my hair was getting really blonde and I learned how to use hydrogen peroxide to wipe my teeth. So I kind of had a glow up. I'm not going to lie. But you know what? I deserved it because I look back on pictures of me with my acne. Like June, beginning of junior year. Like 
it was crazy. And I feel like everyone kind of, you deserve to kind of have your moment as a senior, you know, you deserve to pop off a little bit. Like you worked your way to the top to get there. Cause a lot of people I knew kind of popped off senior year also. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Good for us guys. <laughs> um, so well-deserved. I'm not going to be cocky here, but I will say I did lose weight. I lost like 10 pounds and I built a lot of muscles. So, um, I don't know if I could blame this on them because I do feel like these people would always sh- like put me down. Um, the people who I was dealing with, they would put me down before this and then after this see it's hard to tell if this is a direct cause I do it does make sense why you would lose friends when you glow up like or at least I guess they wouldn't they shouldn't be considered friends but people who you used to see as friends because then they see you as competition but for me my story it's like well there were a lot of other factors at play like who knows but I definitely you know never they weren't very supportive of my confidence and um you know and I don't I don't know I just I was never complimented by these people for any of like my accomplishments and they also I maybe this I don't know I would always like reach out to them because we went to kind of the same gym and I would always be like let's, you know, let's go work out together, like, you know, let's have a good time, like, I was always looking for gym buddies, and a lot of, like, other people weren't at the same gym, so it was kind of like I had a small group to pick from, so, but I was, like, you know, but I wanted people to go with, so I was, like, you know what, like, let's, you know, but they never really wanted to, and I was just, like, okay, like, um, weird, but, yeah, so that's, that's another issue. Um, the next one, childhood friends. Um, this one, I'm just going to briefly touch on again. A lot of these ones at the end are pretty brief. Um, childhood friends, I feel like you have to be willing to just kind of let it go maybe before it causes drama. I don't know. Because I think it boils down to the types of people you are. And that dictates how long you're going to be friends with your childhood best friend. I have a few childhood best friends who I'm still, like, super close with. And we get along, like, 99% of the time. You know, 95. (laughs) Um, But, and I think it's because of, like, the compatibility of our personality types. So I I will say that's a fact. You know, you can still have childhood friends. But, I mean, it makes sense that you're going to lose them because you're changing so much. High school, it's four years of straight-up change, you know. Um, And then, obviously, college, you know, that's even more change. But, like, and all the experiences you have in the middle, like, that dictates the type of person you become. And I think what what really happens is that people just develop their own um, adult morals and beliefs and that can kind of alter things with childhood friends Um, and you just kind of grow out of each other in certain ways um, because now you're approaching the world so much differently whereas before you had 
rose-colored glasses on because you were a child and you were innocent. And that innocence um, obviously changes your perspective on things. So I, But I do think with childhood friends, it's better to... And maybe what I should have done because some of my issues I had with childhood friends were because of this. And I wanted to hold on to them. But I should have just let them go and I kind of did at the end I let a few of them go because you know we just weren't seeing eye to eye maybe not I had you know there were some friends that I had that we definitely didn't line up like politically like some would just you know if I had a more moderate view and their views were all liberal like immediate immediate judgment from them and so that's the kind of thing where it was like that's what I'm getting at here is that you kind of grow to develop certain different perspectives and you grow out of each other as a result. Um, and so I think like obviously like political views are a way that you grow out of people, but just in terms of like social situations, like if you have, if there's a conflict in the group, you're going to slowly develop different ways of seeing it. And you know, and I think it's good that you develop different ways. Maybe I grew differently from my group because I hung out with them less and they all kind of grew in the same direction. But it's hard for me to believe that they would all morph to become the same person. You know what I mean? Like most people are pretty individual, at least I would assume. Um, so, you know, I would say just looking back on it, I probably should have just let them go because... Growing out of people is inevitable, especially friends from like third grade. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think it's okay to just let go of childhood friends. That would maybe be some advice that I'm giving in this episode. The next one I kind of touched on a little bit is friendships that are fun, but just aren't as deep. This one's again, really hard for me because I am extroverted. And when I have a lot of fun with someone, like on at one party like and I'm like you know what like this person's so much fun we had so much fun like we should hang out more but like also you have to be careful because like some people under the influence are a lot more fun than they are not under the influence um and you'll just be like okay why why are you so dead IRL basically you know um so that's what I'm saying is like these people are great great acquaintances, great to hang out with. Um, but you do have to be careful because, um, you definitely shouldn't ditch your solid loyal friends for these people, even if you're having the time of your life, because what happens sometimes is we become so, I don't know, just, we become so not infatuated, but just interested, I guess in these people who seem like so so much fun and we kind of almost like a crush we kind of like imagine our life with them and a friendship a potential friendship we could have with them and therefore we become kind of like attached and like a crush we're not playing hard to get because we have interest in them and so and I feel like with certain people who maybe are also super extroverted they see that as like a confidence booster but like you know the feeling when someone's obsessed with you like it's kind of you just don't have as much initiative to pursue them 
And I wouldn't say that like, oh, we're all becoming obsessed with people we meet, you know, while we're out partying. Um, Because that's definitely not the case. Um, But, you know, you just have to be careful because these people tend to be, can be very flaky. Especially if they're super extroverted. That kind of goes hand in hand. I wouldn't say, maybe I'm flaky. I don't think so though. But, um, you know, because they're always looking for the next best thing. Everyone loves a good chase. So if they're being chased by you, they're more likely to flake out. So you do have to be careful because if you are going to ditch your loyal friends to pursue this imaginary friendship, um, be careful because you might be left with very little friends. And this didn't happen to me really, but I definitely saw, I met people and I saw people that like, I was like, oh my gosh, like we should hang out all like uh, more, like we should become really good friends. Like I loved hanging out with them and I would be constantly reaching out to them and they would kind of flake on me. Well, not constantly, but you know, I would try to include them in things. Um, so I would say be careful. I didn't ditch my loyal friends, um, but just be careful because I kind of wasted my time, I guess, with these people, you know? And so just like a, a man, or I guess, you know, let's, let's be inclusive here, a significant other, um, a crush, you know, you do have to play hard to get. Like, I'm sorry. I know games are kind of weird, but like, and some people don't agree with them morally, but like, you do kind of have to play hard to get with friends at least new people and especially if they're extroverted because chances are they're meeting a lot of people just like you and you might not be the top of their roster so now I saved the best one for last and this one isn't very original to me you know of course um it's the pick me girls and this one I don't have a ton of experience with like I mean I see all the TikToks and I've met people like in classes and stuff like that who act like this. But I never had like huge issues with like my immediate friends being really bad pick me girls. I have dealt with pick me moments and I'm going to talk about those in a sec. But it hasn't, it really hasn't been ba- that big of a deal for me. The really big pick me moments that I've witnessed and experienced and seen are like classmates and I've just been like oh my god like I just watch from afar and I'm like whoa that's a pick me girl like I just you know and I just watch in like horror (laughs) I guess or just like I don't know you know what I mean just watch with like almost secondhand embarrassment but basically if you don't know a pick me girl is just a girl who kind of acts very different to you versus boys that is like plainly how you would explain it and there's different levels there's girls who will stab you in the back for a guy's attention and there were girls there are girls who will just be passive to you and they'll be super interested in a guy that second example is what I dealt with with certain people and it was just like it's so funny basically I was at this party and it wasn't like a rager kind of thing. I don't know what it was, but it was like a relatively chill party. And I'm sitting at this table with um, uh, one of my pretty good guy friends. I wouldn't, you know, we got a, we had a lot of good times, got along really well, but like not, I'm not saying guy best friend, you know, 
pretty good guy, guy friend. Then I had this other girl who I was friends with for a long time. We weren't, we had our moments of being super close and then not super close. Um, and so at this time we weren't super, super close. Like, I don't know. I was kind of just, you know, slowly drifting away from her basically is what I'm saying here. But, you know, I still on the outside was cordial to her, friendly, invested in what she had to say, you know, wanted to include her in things. Like, you know, we weren't enemies or anything. And I just remember seeing, like, experiencing this and just being like, oh, my God, like, whoa, shit is real. Basically, the three of us are talking and she is going back and forth I guess like you know kind of because we're having a conversation right that's how it works back and forth and her immediate tone change between the guy and me was literally it was so transparent so obvious I was just like like giggling laughing like asking questions when he talks and then to me it'd just be like oh yeah and I'm like okay or like when I would pipe in, pipe in, chime in, <laughs> when I would chime in to say something, like it's just the, 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 uh, the energy just wasn't the same. And I was just like, bro, but whatever, what can you do? Um, and I just remember the same thing happened with this same girl, like five months ago, basically, um, I don't want to give too many details, but basically I was with my boyfriend and he didn't, ex-boyfriend, and he didn't have a lunch and she went to go get, you know, fuck it, whatever. I'm not dropping names, but I'll give details. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's been an hour and I don't think she's going to listen to this part, whatever, or the the whole podcast in general. Anyway, um, and so my my ex was like, wanted a sandwich and she was going with some of my other friends to go get sandwiches at the local grocery store and she's like oh what do you want and I remember my ex just being I I, I don't know he was just super like vague and just like whatever you know because like when someone go get goes and gets you food you should be kind of like low maintenance right you know that's usually how it is I remember sitting in the car I was eating my lunch and he was just there with me and I just remember her texting me pictures and giving details and just being like does he want this one this one this one or this one like and like telling me what's in it and blah 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 blah. and I'm like who the hell gives who the hell cares this much you know like I mean I guess you could say she's just being a nice person and I'm being a hater, but like if it's my friend's boyfriend, he's going to get whatever sandwich he, he, I'm going to get him. You know what I mean? Like he's lucky that I'm buying him. Well, I think he paid her back, but still like he's lucky that I'm going out of my way to help him out here, you know? But I was like, she would never do that for me. If I had asked her to go get me a sandwich or something, she would literally just get me, like, a ham and cheese kind of thing. Like, no, no text, no pictures. Pictures is so extra. And I was just like, girl, what are you doing? I mean, I didn't really care because she just looked kind of dumb. Uh, it wasn't like, oh, my God, she's into my boyfriend. It was just like, 
bro, get a fucking life. Like, come on now. And then another thing happened that was actually hilarious is basically I went to this one party and, you know, I was like, okay, there's going to be alcohol there, whatever. And so I go, obviously I had a driver and everything, always stay safe. Um, and I wasn't even, you know, I wasn't even drinking that much. A couple of drinks, that's it. And, but I remember the night after, or the, oh, the day after, um, the host, the girl who hosted the party was like, so she texted our group chat. These are like the childhood friends that I like kind of was over. Not at the time. Slowly, slowly but surely. But I was, you know, still invited to this party and whatnot. And so I went just because I was like going to be a menace (laughs) to society. I was like, you know, fuck it. They can deal with my ass. And I'm just going to be confident, positive, and funny. And they won't have anything to hate on. Um, And so I show up. And I just remember... She didn't ask me, the girl hosting, because I knew she didn't want to get the satisfaction from me. These people are so snaky. Um, she didn't want me to get the satisfaction of, because I have, I have guy friends. Me and this girl who were in this group, this girl, unproblematic. But we have these like other guy friends in this other group that this girl who's hosting isn't really close with, but she knows that we're close with them. And so of course she asked my friend to invite the guys. She doesn't ask me though, because she knows that like, she doesn't want to seem weaker than me basically. Cause it's always a fucking competition, I guess. So she doesn't ask me, of course, even though we're like the same level of friends, me and my friend, the same level of friends with these guys, the two of us, but she asked them to invite them. And so I knew they were coming, but it wasn't on the group chat or anything. And I mean, I had some suspicions. She was a little obsessed with them, whatever. But I remember the day after she texted group chat and is like, if you guys could help with the, with the, with the alcohol charges or the, you know, the money spent on alcohol, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. And I was just, and dropped her Venmo, and everyone was low-key silent. It wasn't just me. Everyone was just like, okay, this is awkward. Um, And so it was funny, but it it wasn't just me. But I was like, a couple of things here. First of all, the day after is a little bit wild. (laughs) Like, if you had told me, because it wasn't like a crazy function, like, that she was fully aware of being crazy and ready for it. It was relatively, you know, it wasn't that big less than 30 people and like 25 and so but if she had asked the day before like hey guys like if you could help out I would have been like okay 100% because she would have told me in advance and then like but you know and I didn't drink that much like I it wasn't like if I had you know drink a lot obviously I would be like okay I kind of feel bad but like I don't know. It's just weird the day after. And then second of all, I was like, she's definitely not asking the guys because it was obvious she was kind of into them, you know, why else would she want them to come? And I was like, there's no way she's asking the guys to help her out with the alcohol money. Like, bro. 
And then, I mean, I would have, I totally would have pitched in if I had known the day before. But, like, imagine I had taken, like, drinking, like, six White Claws. Like, I would have been like, shit, like, now I got to pay up, you know? Like, but luckily I didn't, I didn't feel that guilty because I wasn't, you know. Um, but, and then also not to mention, she didn't, she wasn't struggling financially. Let's just be real here. But whatever. I'm not going to judge. I guess it was worth a shot. I don't know if she was successful, but worth a shot, I guess, respect to try to get that bag. <laughs> but that is all I have. That is all, all the tea I have to spill, basically. That is what this episode was. I hope you enjoyed because I love spilling tea. And especially now that, like, I literally leave for college in two days, guys. Like, I... It's um, Wednesday night, and I leave Friday morning. So, (laughs) I literally, I mean, obviously I'm going to see some people later on. But, like, if they bring it up, they give a a fuck. I didn't want that to rhyme. But, like, if if they have a problem with this, first of all, if you think it's you, then are you telling me you did some suspicious shit? You know what I mean? That's my thing when people take shit personally. Like that one thing that I had talked about earlier, the girl was like, after I had posted like on my private story when people canceled on me last minute for my birthday, when I was like, if you cancel last minute, you're kind of fucked. When she took that personally, even though she didn't tell me till like five months later, whatever. Obviously, you kind of fucked up because you're thinking that it's directed towards you. You know what I'm saying here? Like people who take shit personally, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm sorry, but I'm also going to be like, why did you think it applied to you in the first place? You obviously fucked up. Like so, um, if they take it personally, that's kind of on them. And also like if they come to me with issues, I don't think they will. <laughs> um, because they're all like scared of me, but whatever. Look at me with my platform and all this influence I have. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna use my platform to like dog on people, at least with names. Um, but like they come up to me, that shows that they're bothered and also shows that they listen. So, whatever. But I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a good time. I am starving, so I'm gonna go eat dinner and. I will see you on the next one. I don't really know what's going to happen because I'm going to school and I'm like, "Mm, how am I going to record? I know there's like special rooms in the library that are like you can rent out and have it all to yourself. So I will definitely be doing that. Um, But there's going to be some fun shit in the future, some some new things. And there's a radio station at UCSB. And I'm like, low-key, you want to jump on that shit. I am a podcaster after all. So... Big things coming, guys. Uh, Thank you again for listening. This is a long one, but worth it. Because I'm going to clickbait you all. I'm going to put in the description. Mega tea spilt. And you're all going to eat it up. So, love you all. Bye now.